Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the Think of Girls pod channel. I'm Stacey June. And I'm Christy Mercer. We're both sicky pants currently. A little bit. That's not going to stop us because this is one of the shows that you will hear right across this week. It's a pod channel. So what that means is there's different shows dropping across different days. Yes, yes, yes. Today we are speaking to a politician, the Senator for Victoria for the Greens Party, Janet Rice. Um, but this week we're also covering things at pop culture. We also had a catch up episode yesterday you can listen to. And of course, our Posse podcast where we answer all of your deepest, darkest secrets and questions. Fuck, there's a lot of them. Yeah. And I know some of you actually get a little bit offended if you're not, because you're opening up so much. If we don't respond to you fairly quickly, often it can feel quite vulnerable and you've put yourself out there. And and so we, we do ask you to just have some patience with us getting through this stuff because there's a very small team and there's a very big audience. So we try our best to get through it as much as we can. But all of your posse podcast requests are put into um, a document that we work through and, mm-hmm. and we will try and get through as many of them as we can this year. Not to mention they're not the kind of things that you want to shoot back a quick reply. Like, yeah. cheers, babes, we'll get yeah. to this. It's like, no. But there has we'll- been a few people that have said, I haven't got a reply and I feel like shit. Yeah. So, I mean, we can't apologise for that because it's just the way it is. You've just got to be patient and know that we do care. We of do care. Of course we do. We really care. Something we do really care about is the fact that we are taxed 10% uh, of GST on tampons. That's right. It's under the luxury tax, that, which was introduced about 20 years ago. Well, it's when they started talking about GST and, and figuring out which bits go, which extra bits. Remember that was such a big deal. Oh, John, which extra John bits Howell, go on everything. Yeah. Um, but there is a woman flying the flag to try and fuck it off, basically. Yeah, her name is Janet Rice. As you said, she's a senator for Victoria um, under the Greens party. She, she's she been um, flying this flag for quite some time, the fuck off flag, really. Mm, mm. Um, fuck off tampon yeah. tax, not yeah, exactly. to everyone. Just she not. walks past. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's actually quite inclusive by the sounds <laughs> of what she does. No, but seriously, I, I reckon, like, as, as we just said, this tax has been around since GST was introduced and the, the idea of GST was to tax luxury items. So remember when that first came, it was things like really sugary food or um, these additional kind of... Um, yeah, luxury items that mm. weren't essentials were being taxed. Mm. So under that fell tampons because, yeah, now, nah, bruh, they're not essential. Just uh, just well, grab some dunny paper and shove it in your jocks. You'll be right. <laughs> uh, no, I think. That, no, no, I, think I, I agree. It is essential. a luxury. What a luxury it is. 
to stick a weird little tube up your vagina to capture your blood. Like, it is a real goddamn... Look, I don't hate my period, but I wouldn't exactly call it a five-star hotel, you know? Like, it's not... It's not my idea of luxury. Well, when you look Champagne, at champagne, I'm trying yes. to think of what else I think is luxury. Like a Sunday afternoon with the Kardashians. Yeah, maybe. Um, what else would be like caviar? Yeah, or um, bamboo cotton sheets. Oh yeah, now that my friend is a luxury. So give look, give us your ten percent on these. <laughs> like, give us your ten percent on hey you to download the Kardashians, whatever. But tampons is a crock of shit. I think one of the most messed up things and the things. That one of the things that has angered me and a lot of people the most is when you look at what is taxed and what is not. Mm, so we'll we know ta- we know tampons are taxed, but when we get stuck into this chat, a few things, if you don't know this already, um, a couple of the things that dudes in particular are buying that aren't seen as luxuries <laughs> are very interesting. We spoke to Janet Rice a couple of weeks ago. It was the day of the budget, so she had a very small amount of time. Uh, towards the end of the chat, you'll hear these weird ringers which tell her she actually needs to go back into Parliament because there's pretty hectic stuff going on. We asked her about the budget and what our relevance should be and, and, and why we should be interested because I give zero fucks. A lot of swearing on this intro. <laughs> um, but we hope you enjoy the chat. We hope that you are activated from it too because um, we will give you some info in all the socials across this week about how you can get involved, actually email someone and, and make a difference. Janet Rice, welcome to the Thinker Girls pod channel. Hello, glad to be here. Hello. Now, look, we are we are on a time limit because... Well, you a, actually work. A big fat bell is going to be ringing in the background very shortly. <laughs> That's right. I'm... I'm here in the Senate on our first day back. It's budget day today and the bells are going to be ringing in 13 minutes to get get me into the chamber to Janet, begin the day. Janet, there is a big reason that we've got you on the show and that is that we want to talk about the tampon tax. But before we get to that, I do want to talk to you about why we should give a shit about the budget. I actually quite like following politics I must say I'm definitely not a person that is only watching insiders and only watching political programs but I do like to be educated and I like to have an educated vote but when it comes to the budget oh man that and my one of my girlfriends is just like having a hard on for it and I'm like you know what this is just not my shtick it's the critical thing, I mean, of where our money's spent. And it's actually all the things that we believe in that, you, you know, people say we should, you know, have better schools, we should have better hospitals, we should be protecting our environment, we should be reducing pollution. When you then sort of follow that through of what that means, all of these things cost money. And the budget says this is where the money's being spent. And it's where the critical choices get made as to whether you spend that money on protecting threatened species or whether you spend it on giving big tax breaks to the big end of town so that they're not paying their fair share. You know, this is this is the pointy end of politics, basically, when you come to the budget. Not to mention where the government is getting their money from. Exactly. And tampons <laughs> being taxed as luxury items. Exactly. Um, are one of those things. And I know that, like, the tampon tax came in into place in 1999. So we've been so here... Re- quite recently. For about when 20 years. 20 years. Because right. tampons... 20 years how, of being taxed on our periods. But yes. then before that, were there, there were people were using tampons. So how interesting that someone's gone, hey... There's an opportunity to make some cash here. Like it wasn't even like the tax had been there from the beginning of tampons, mm. which I find even more interesting and slightly aggressive, I must say. Well, because there's money to be to be made. And I think this this tax, although you say, you know, it has been there 
you know, for not the entire time tampons have been around. I don't know that for the entire 20 years, it's kind of like it's been happening under people's noses. And I feel like there is obviously a lot more conversation around it now with the work that the Greens and Labor have come to the party saying that, you know, with your support, if they get, you know, if they win the next election, that they will abolish the tampon tax. But it's taken us... It's taken us 20 years under our noses to know that this is a thing. Yes, and essentially, I mean, when the GST was first introduced, um, sanitary products should have been exempt, you know. So there was a massive, massive mistake that was made then. So that's where the discussion started. Health products in general are exempt, and so... And, but essentially, I think it was largely because cis men were making these decisions. They thought, oh, no, we don't need to, you know, we're happy to have the GST imposed upon tampons and pads and liners and, and everything else that, that um, cis women and trans men use for menstruation. So ever since that happened, there has been a push to say this is unfair. This is a tax on our biology. And other products that are GST exempt include things like condoms and Viagra, Viagra lubricant, and that's right, yeah. sun, you know, sunscreen, nicotine patches, all sorts of things. Which, you know, if you're going to have exemptions on those products, absolutely, we should not be paying this ten percent tax on on sanitary products. And so there's been call after call, petition after petition to be removing this tax ever since it was first introduced. We've had Labor that have said, yes, you know, we don't like it, we're going to move to change it, and then just recently saying, if we get into government and if all the states and territories agree that we will remove the tax, the GST on tampons. But where we're at is saying we don't have to wait for that and we shouldn't have to wait wait for that. And, in fact, we don't necessarily trust Labor that they're going to deliver on it because last time well, they that's were in government, before. they yeah. had the mm. opportunity. Yeah. There, there was a, a window when Labor in government, all governments around the state and territory governments around the country were also Labor governments and, surprise, surprise, they had a memory blank and nothing happened. So where we're at is saying... Even though Labor and the, the government are saying that they've got to get all the states to, to agree, that's actually just a convention and it's an agreement between the federal government and the state and territory governments that any changes to the GST will only be made if the states and territory agrees. But when it comes to the crunch, the Commonwealth have actually got the ability to make the change. And that's what my legislation that I'm going to be introducing tomorrow says, that Here's legislation that very simply just says we will remove the GST from sanitary products. Well, it's still con- – yeah, you're right. It's still conditional. But I, I want to know, Janet, like on a deeper level, what does a law like this that is so clearly sexist actually do – you know, because it's obviously a, a, at a deeper level, a, the kind of message that this sends to both men and women, that it sends to society, that it sends at the people that – live in our country and and to the you know general people of australia like it's it's deeper than oh guys we've just got to make some money on these tampons and if we take that tax off we've got to you know Mm. make the budget up and take tax something else it's obviously sending a much deeper message absolutely and it's basically saying that it's the men that are still in charge and it's the the men who are happy to have very sexist taxes on our books and are happy to just sort of throw their hands up in the air and say, oh, well, you know, maybe we'll get around to changing it one day. Whereas if you know that we actually had equality and we had the full diversity of of our community being represented in our parliaments and we had women and we had trans people up there making the decisions, we just 
you know, this tax would have been thrown out long, long ago. So, I mean, that's from the Greens' perspective, that's what we're, you know, it really is symbolic of the fact that our parliaments are full of people that are not representing broader society and they're How not listening to the broader society um, either, um, as is evidenced by the fact that we've had petitions you know, with hundreds of thousands of signatures on them over the last 20 years to say this, this unfair tax, this bloody outrage should be removed. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. like this connect to the budget I mean we've just spoken to you earlier about these are all of the ways that we make our money these are all of the ways that uh, we're going to give money are these times really important to be able to find this kind of money that they're saying that they need to be able to find elsewhere if they take the tax off or do you think it's it's not a crazy amount and it's a simple call that should it's fair it's we're half the population and it should just be made but practically is it about events like the budget that we actually need to have a look at these minor and I say minor because that's how it's kind of looked upon these these kind of tax uh, issues look it's it's a bit of both because I mean the budget is clearly where the choices are outlined as to where the money's going to come in from and where the money's being spent. And so it you know, would have been great if um, Scott Morrison today was going to say, we are going to remove the tax on, on sanitary products. And he you know, could have done that through the budget. But the, so that's, that's where it connects there. But then in terms of the actual amount, that's why it's actually, you know, it's just small change compared to the, the types of money that's being talked about um, in most of the decisions, uh, most of the choices outlined in the budget today. And in terms of the GST that is levied on, on, on goods and services, the, there is $62 billion that's raised every year from GST. The amount that's raised from sanitary products is $30 million, 0.05%. So mm. in terms of impact on the budget bottom line, it just doesn't exist. You know, the government last year, we know, we managed to pull $120 million sort of out of its back pocket to run the postal vote on marriage equality. They could easily, easily find this $30 million to make it up to the states and does it and that's you know that's the way that you'd get the states and territories to say 
okay, we agree, this is a sexist tax, we need to get rid of it. Um, because it would you know, be no problems at all for the federal government to say, we're going to give the states an extra $30 million to make up for taking this unfair tax. That of, makes of it so much products. worse. It makes it so think, much worse, do you I think. think exactly. Well, do you think it's, as well they don't do it because they nev- will never want to admit that it is quite sexist? Like, it's that thing where it's like, well, if we actually take this off, we're going to have to admit defeat here a bit? Look, I don't know. I think that, I mean, basically with our current government, it's the epitome of of a conservative government in that they're not going to change things unless they're really pushed and, you know, push comes to shove. And at the moment, we've, the the level of of pushing from the community hasn't been enough to shift them. Clearly, mm-hmm. the Labor Party is saying, okay, well then, we, if we're in government, well then we will, you know, we will act. But what we're saying is, look, you know, this tax has gone on for far too long. It, it, we can change it now. We don't need to wait for the eventuality of, you know, Labor potentially being in government. Um, we can act on it now. And that's... Yeah. and. And I think, you know, getting people behind um, my legislation that I'm bringing in this week will really show the level of support that's out there in the community and really push both the government and and the Labor Party to to say, well, look, you know, let's just get this done now once and for all. The time for waiting is long past. When you say get behind, Janet... For our listeners and for everybody that is involved in, and obviously one of the biggest issues is the fact that there isn't enough push from the public, what do people need to do? Look, I would encourage you to um, contact your local member of parliament, whether it's a government member or whether it's a, a Labor Party member and all of your senators as well. I mean, I'm hoping that we're going to get support from the crossbench and from you know, government and Labor and, you know, and potentially the Labor Party to get it through the Senate. And so I would really encourage them. You know, and if you don't know what electorate you, you live in, um, it's pretty easy to find out. You can just go to the Electoral Commission and type in where you live and they'll tell you what electorate you live in and give you your member of parliament, them, you? You know, send them an email, make, them, yeah. make a phone call to their office, mm. let them but know how you thing, feel. Because there are so many people that are outraged. Like my housemates had no idea up until... They saw it on the project or the tally or something like literally about a week ago. They were like, "Hang on, what the hell?" But this I is didn't the know problem. about this. But then they did. It, but then they're like, "Well, what do we, what do we do with that rage? Like, where right. are we putting that?" But well, I certainly, I mean, there, there is, are lots of this... petitions that people can sign, and that's a good start. And so, you know, I'd encourage you to sign our, our Greens petition. And we, once we get to debate this legislation, which I'm hoping we'll be able to do in June, we will um, present the the whole range of different petitions that have have compiled you know hundreds of thousands of signatures I think at that by that stage it will be and there's a, a fantastic community organization called share the dignity who have re- been really pushing we're for ambassadors this yeah, we actually. Are yeah. good on you <laughs> <laughs> so they're it's giving in- them their support that's that's Signing up sort of online to you know, supporting organisations like Share the Dignity, um, signing our, our Greens petition. But then it really is quite a, an easy thing to do to just pick the phone up and ring your local member of parliament and say, but that's and let what them I was know, say. this is how you feel. Yeah, because, you know, I know Chrissy's housemates, I know they're passionate people, but I know they're not going to do anything. And there's so many friends in my life that are the same, where they're like, this is bullshit. So many of you listening are like, really? That's fucked. No one, there's no one. I reckon half the people actually would ever end up putting their fingers to an email. 
what like what do you think is the issue there with our democracy and this country and the youth because i think so many of us have so much more intellect around decisions and who i guess knowledge about who we vote for you know we we kind of have interest in particularly women's issues we're more open to it and open to receiving information but then the action point stays very stagnant like there isn't a lot of girls that really do go and speak up about girls' stuff. It's it's very the it's a minority thing. It's, it really is because mm. I think a lot of people think they talk about it at the dinner table. It means they care, but there isn't that many people that actually go forth and do a lot. Well, what do you reckon is the hold up there? Look, I think people really feel um, disempowered and they don't think that you know making a phone call to their local MP is going to make a difference. And I think what we've got to encourage people to do is we've got to make our democracy work for us. I mean, that's why I'm involved in politics. In fact, mm. you know, I was one of the founders of the Greens in Victoria 25 years ago because there was that realisation of by, it's only by people being active, by working together, by campaigning together and then getting people that support the things that you're campaigning on being elected to the parliament that we're going to change things. Now, unless we're going to have a total revolution and you know, get rid of our parliaments altogether, which I don't think would be a good idea at all, we are going to continue to have people you know, representing us in our parliament. So we've actually got to make mm. them hear from us. We've got to say, come on, you know, unless you support what we're doing at, at, when it comes to elections and we aren't going to vote for you and we're going yeah. to vote for other people that do support what we're doing. I would agree with that because there is a big element, like majority of my life, I felt very disconnected from from politics in general. Like, as Stay said, from the issue, you know, being outraged by it or feeling, you know, a personal kind of passion around it versus actually picking up the phone or doing something to make a difference. It does feel a bit disconnected. But Janet, do you feel like there is um, a bit more of an uprising of people in this country anyway, and, and throughout the globe actually, supporting the smaller guy, like uh, getting more behind independent parties as opposed to going, oh, there's only two options, Liberal and Labor. Yeah, look, Do you feel like that is changing as somebody that's been, you know, founding member of the Greens, as you said, 25 years ago? Absolutely. And, you know, and it's actually getting people to recognise that we've got a democracy and you've, we've got to make it work for us. And there are people who, and particularly people who do take that first step of, you know, signing that petition and then sending an email and then making a phone call, actually realising that it does make a difference. And that by getting behind people, you know, progressive um, campaigners, progressive parties, independents, Greens, you know, that we can actually make a change and that we can get changes in our parliament, whether it's um, you know, the changes when the, the Greens had the balance of power in the lower house um, last year at the 2013 election, um, sorry, 2010 election, that, you know, we were able to get a price on carbon. We were able to get dental care included under Medicare. You know, big, big changes that actually really improved um, the quality of life for people. That's the sort of thing that by being active, we can achieve change. And this tampon, this tampon tax campaign is one that we know it's really winnable and that by actually getting active, by being involved, we can have a win here. And that's the best thing to, for people to feel empowered is to feel that you've taken action as part of a group of people and you've achieved really positive change. Speaking of change, Janet, currently only um, 31% of Parliament is made up by women. I think it's a lot of thing, again, like the tampon tax, that people, chicks in particular, are like, well, this is BS. Like, isn't a democracy supposed to be a representation of society? We need to get that up 
to uh, to reflect our world and our people Absolutely. and our country. I mean, we yep. hear a lot about yep, let's get let's get the quota up, but uh, it's how? Again, we've got, we've got to encourage women to be involved, get involved in politics and to say, you know, we see the sexism that's in politics. So many people tell me, oh, I couldn't do what you're doing, Janet. You know, I just get sick of being attacked all the time. But yes, it you know, can be hard, but it's worth it because, you know, and we need to be there to be leaders and to be helping sort of lead that change and change that representation in our parliament so that they are truly represent, represent, representative of all of society. And with that, I've actually got to go. The bells have been ringing for the last three minutes, and you sound we're like about you're to... in some kind of a lab. Like it's yeah, like what's you're about to, well, you're off to space. Or something. And Parliament's like, about to begin empty. for the day. So the Apollo mission is about to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. We wish you all the best. Thanks. Um, Love you to talk to you, Stacey thank and Thank you so much, Thanks, Janet. Janet. We okay. Really appreciate Cheers. your time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, that was insightful, wasn't it? Insightful, but also a bit inspiring where you just want to go, yeah, okay, I'm going to actually go out and do something now. Well, she also made me think about maybe I should get into like politics. You've always said that and I think you'd be very good at it. You've always been an activist. I wonder who would vote for me. Oh, you would. guys, the posse, I'd be done. <laughs> oh, that was probably more than some of those bozos trying no to get shit. something up. You come with an actual bloody platform, love. Seriously, I think you I should think those headshots are shocking, it. though. A lot of those headshots, you know, the ones where they're like, vote this person. Nah, Dale, you could tweak that, I reckon. No, leave it to me. I'll be your campaign manager. <sighs> I'll get some glitter going. Like, you nah, know, we've got a good. Be shocking. We've got a good graphic designer. <laughs> we know what's going on. I'll involve helium balloons, pink. A lot of people are going for primary colours. Yes. Red, blue, green. Yeah, yes. I reckon we stick with hot pink. Yeah, well, that's me, right? Like, yeah. if you're voting for me, you're getting the pink. Seriously, though, I think it should be something that you put on your vision board. A or psychic said it to me late 30s, early 40s. <laughs> Time's ticking. <laughs> it's coming up. <laughs> Maybe that's what my next job is. Oh, I would just froth that because mm. this is the thing, right? A lot of people feel, <laughs> and as we just spoke about in that chat with Janet, we feel disconnected from the people that we actually are and the people that are, that are around us versus the people representing us. The thing is, the interesting part about me is, and when I got really fired up about all the people, God, I've got some real stories about mates that have voted for the worst possible parties that just talk. They're the ones at the dinner table that really talk about all this shit and do nothing, you know, and I've always been a person. Like I've emailed Malcolm Turnbull that many times. I can't even tell you. Probably 10 times. Did you ever get, did you get like auto responses? Yeah, but you don't ever get a response. But it feels good, guys. Mm. It feels really good. I've always been an activist very naturally. Mm. Don't, it's like a real thing that I don't think comes naturally for some people. No. But I've always gone that extra mile. But I feel like the part, like running for pol- like parliament would be more than an extra mile. That's like your life is given up. You know, yeah. Well, I think that's that's what we heard in the, it was probably about a month ago when it was when there was all this news around why there aren't more women or why there aren't more um, parents in politics. Mm. Mm. You know, when you look at the way that our system is set up, and there was that senator in WA that was saying, "I'm home like one out of fourteen nights, and mm. I have three children under five. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. I think the way that the system is set up doesn't really cater for a broad cross-section of society and that includes young people mm, like us mm. and young people with families. Yeah, it's true. That's why there's a lot of younger people or people that don't have families 
and then a lot of older people. When you go, why is there all the all these old peeps? It's like, yeah, because yeah, they probably don't have to be changing diapers of a four year old. Yeah, it's true. And also, I think as well, women of our generation and a bit older, a bit younger, are starting to also go, nah, it doesn't have to be this old school prehistoric way of living. Like we're mm. trying to look at different things. But God, we can't even get tampon tax off as if we're going to change the way that Parliament's ran. That's probably not in our lifetime. Janet was really lovely to chat to us. Um, Janet Rice Greens is where you can find her on Instagram. Uh, send it to Janet Rice on Facebook. But her website is janet-rice.greensmps. .org.au. We will put all of that info in show notes because, and we'll give the link to where you can actually sign up for her petition. It's just a starting point. The least you can do if you do not want to pay 10% on tax and do not classify tampons as a luxury item, then please don't sit here and be angered by it. Actually click the link in our show notes and and sign her petition. Yeah, legit. At least it's something. At least you've done something today. You can say, put the podcast down and go, today... I'm going to bed and I know mm. that I've contributed to my society. Don't do a Coney, guys. Remember that? No. Nah. Remember, it was like three years ago on Facebook where everyone was posting the Coney memes. That warlord, you know? I never really got that. Where they were all, where everyone was just like keyboard warriors about like finding Coney and bringing him to justice. And then about six months later, someone was like, lol, member Coney. Like everyone was just posting about this disgrace and we need to do something about it. And then it's like, oh, yeah. Sorry, I've moved on. Kim yeah. Kardashian's, you know, brought out a new fragrance. And another baby. God, that fragrance bottle. It's everywhere quite, with it's, the with the body. I love the bottle. Unbelievable. It's really cool. Very good. I mean, see it's what her I mean? Body. See what I mean? It's hard. We're off going on to Kim. Yeah, it's hard mean? not to be distracted by yeah. that. I mean, I still don't really understand what happened with Cody. <laughs> I don't really either. I just remember those big memes everyone was posting that I was like, I should probably get onto this. Yeah, well, I you never... look like a monster if you don't. And I, in the end, I didn't because I'm like, I don't really get it. I couldn't give a shit if I look like a monster. I prefer to engage in things I actually want to engage in, not because 10 people have done a meme in front of my face. <laughs> All right, guys. We okay. love you. Bye. love this podcast but you want to chat about it more make sure you go to the thinker girls on facebook uh, that's obviously us and insta because that's where we're going to be continuing this convo with you posse yes we want to know what you think posse so every week we'll be breaking down our podcast content across social media so you have an opportunity to share your opinions plus we're on insta stories every damn day so you get to come along with us for this crazy tg ride yeah merce head to facebook instagram snapchat or even twitter to find us Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 